Live from the Youth Today studio at Kennesaw State University, you're listening to Watch Dogs Radio. Watch Dogs Radio is a production of the Watch Dogs program of the National Center for Fathering. For more information, go to fathers.com slash watchdogs. Also brought to you in cooperation with Youth Today. Youth Today is a publication of the Center for Sustained Journalism at Kennesaw State University. If you want to know what's going on with Youth Today, go to youthtoday.org. Well, good afternoon on the East Coast. Good morning on the West Coast. I'm your host, Keith Shoemaker, and you are joining us for our weekly edition of Watch Dogs Radio. Uh, We are on our rollback week every once in a while. About every third week we have a rollback week. We try to keep it on Tuesday, but we need to make sure that when you log in on Tuesday, you're either going to get a live show or a show from that week. So this week, uh, because of the holiday and a couple of things, we're rolling back to that first uh, Monday, and uh, we are coming to you live. I'm in Atlanta. My co-host, Chris Dannenauer, is in Springdale, Arkansas, but he is not at the mothership. Chris, where are you at today? Keith, I'm just uh, outside of of Springdale in in a town called Farmington. So uh, working from home today for this uh, weekly edition of Watch Dogs Radio. So I'm home. Uh, The kids are at school, so it's nice and quiet here uh, right now. Well, that's good. You get to get a chance to do a little bit of uh, a little bit of quiet work at home and, and not have the phone ringing off the hook and things. So, uh, so that that's good. I always like having that uh, that little bit of an opportunity to just kind of get your get your mind, get your thoughts together. Well, we've that's got right. The, well, uh, Keith, let me let me ask you how your weekend was, man. We uh, just want to hear about your weekend. And I'll tell you about mine, and hopefully our guests will call in here soon. Okay. Well, well, I tell you what. Um, my week end actually started a little bit early. On Thursday, I uh, did uh, what we encourage a lot of guys to do. I took a day off from work, and uh, I spent it at a local school. I was uh, Thursday was my watchdogs day at Pickett's Mill Elementary here in Ackworth, Georgia. Had a great time. My schedule was a little bit different uh, this time. The, uh, they scheduled me with the older grades. I was in uh, third, fourth, and fifth. I didn't get uh, didn't get any of the lower grade action this uh, this time around. Um, and I try to get in there about once a month. So uh, so the top dog uh, there's two co top dog coordinators uh, at Pickett's Mill, and uh, they do a great job in scheduling. So it was uh, it was nice to see. Um, to, to be able to get into the classroom, work with some kids, I got to do some uh, some fifth grade math manipulatives. That was kind of cool. I enjoyed uh, doing that, and um, I got to uh, work in the computer lab with some third graders, and uh, also with my daughter's class in, in uh, fourth grade. And then I got to go to art and uh, and watch them do uh, some sculpture, and and they were going to be. Uh, firing some stuff, and I'm sure, Chris, you know how that art class goes, but uh, we have an amazing art teacher at our school, um, just like I know you know an amazing art teacher as well, and uh, and it was a lot of fun. So uh, then uh, I'm going to brag a little bit. I got to uh, go with my older daughter, Gracie, uh, down to the University of Florida in Gainesville and uh, for the Jimmy Carnes Indoor Invitational Track Meet. 
Um, about a uh, little under 1,100 athletes there, uh, anywhere from age 8 through 19. It was a, uh, a really, it was a huge event. It was amazing to see these kids that uh, dedicate themselves so well to what they do and to get out there, um, uh, track and field events. Uh, my daughter did do, uh, she did very well. She came and she actually got um, upgraded in her class level. Uh, she's now, even though she's 14, because of her birthday, she's competing in the 15 to 16 age range. So she came in fifth in the long jump. We were very proud of her. She got a 15-3 uh, in the long jump, and uh, she also uh, competed in the 55-meter uh, uh, dash and the uh, 200, and uh, she did very well. She came in uh, sec- She she won her heat in the 55, uh, which uh, in the end she placed uh, 21st. And uh, in that age category, and then uh, also did very well in the 200. She uh, she came in a very very close second in the 200. So we're very very proud of her. And then I actually got out to uh, get on to even though I'm not such a big SEC fan, but I uh, I did get out on the Florida field with her. And uh, even though I've got a very sore knee, I ran 100 yards with her, uh, end zone to end zone. So uh, so that was a lot of fun to to be in a venue like that. Um, and it, and just, just you know spend the weekend uh, you know just looking at, uh, at at fathers and and kids and and just having a great time. So Chris, how about you? That, that's great, Keith. And matter of fact, uh, if we're talking about that same video, I think Dad showed daughter how, how to how to run a hundred yards there uh, <laughs> in the swamp. Well, I tell you, I'm not much of an athlete, but uh, but it was an honor to be out there with a true athlete like her on a, a, a venue in a field of that size. Of course, there were about 20 people in the stadium as opposed to about 100,000 on game day. But uh, well, I don't know if that that stadium holds that many. You know, it's it's one of the lower level stadiums. But you know, hey, that's the way it goes. Oh yes, but but real quick, uh, my weekend uh, was pretty un, uneventful. Uh, you know, my little son. Uh, does travel baseball, so we just had a little indoor facility practice Saturday, and then uh, and then yesterday after after church, you know, we we stayed home and watched our Broncos uh, dismantle New England. So uh, it was a very uh, happy time in our house uh, to to see Peyton and uh, to see those guys really take it to Billichek, who is just a, a fabulous coach, uh, someone I have respect for just because of how, how good of a defensive mind he is and how he gets the best out of his players. Whether you like him or not, you know, he gets his players to perform. He finds these diamonds in the rough, pulls guys off special teams, puts them into different positions, vice versa, and gets them to execute. But to see the Broncos just flat out dominate them, uh, it was a very uh, joyous time in our house. I bet, and and I guess at some point we need to talk about your family history with uh, with the Broncos. I don't know. Do we have time to mention that real quick? Well, I'll tell you what, that's uh, a caller called in. Let me see who, who this is. Okay, I'm pretty sure I know who it is, but uh, go ahead. And you want to? You want to go on? ahead and you go right ahead. All right. Uh, well, I'd like to uh, welcome. I believe we've got Steve Wilcox on the line. Steve, is this you? Uh, yes, sir. This is Steve Wilcox. Hey, Steve, how you doing? Welcome to Watch Dogs Radio. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate the chance to come on and talk with you guys on the program. Well, hey, good. Steve, well, I know, uh, I know Chris is very familiar with you, and I'm just going to let Chris take it away. Go ahead, Chris. 
Well, well, Steve, hey, it's good to hear from you. Uh, now, you're over there in Grafton, is Grafton Village, is that, is that correct? Yes, sir, uh, Grafton Village. We're located in uh, Stafford, Virginia. Well, Steve, just uh, it's a very, this is a very easy interview, uh, and so we're going to open it up by some basic questions, and, uh, and then we'll see where we end and where we go. Uh, Steve, how, how did you find out about Watchdogs? How did you first hear about it? Well, I was uh, coming back to back to school night, and the PTA president came up and asked me if I was uh, be interested in being involved in a, the Watchdog program because I've been involved with the school with so many other areas. And, of course, right away I said, yes, I would do it. And we uh, went on a conference call, and we listened to the presentation, asked our questions, and then right after the call was completed, we uh, right away we agreed this is a program that we wanted to get in our school, and that was uh, back in 2006. And I've been a coordinator since then. Wow, wow! So, so you've been a coordinator since to the, the 2006, 2007 school year. Is that correct? Yes, sir. And then I've, I'm still the coordinator this day. My daughter was in fourth grade, which she's now a freshman in college, and I still have a son. He's 14. He's in eighth grade, moving on to high school. Well, that is that is just fabulous. So, so uh, how many how many? Uh, let me ask you this: If you know, name us, name us, tell us some highlights of your day, because uh, I know you serve as a watchdog. You've helped out numerous times. Tell us some of your the the highlights that stick out in your mind. Um, well, first is just seeing the kids come off the bus. They're smiling, laughing. Uh, we greet them. We make sure they're safe. Uh, some of the best times we had was uh, me and another dad were doing finger painting in the class with the students, and we had more paint over us, and kids were getting a blast out of it. Out of it. And then I had one dad designing a Martian cap for his daughter, and she had a big tinfoil head uh, hat on her head, and it was it was pretty amusing. And we just uh, just seeing dads come and seeing the kids laugh and spending time and make sure they're safe. It's always a great day to come in as a watchdog. Well, that's great. Now, now tell us, uh, tell the audience, you know, if you had to name a highlight with with your daughter uh, or, or your son or one of each, you know, tell us, tell us some of you maybe how what your daughter felt or how it made her feel or what y'all do afterwards or just something that uh, that you know you she wouldn't be embarrassed about you telling us here on <laughs> Watch Dogs Radio. Uh, well. I always was in the school, so she knew I was always, you know, in the school environment. But probably one of the best things we ever did, uh, we got to put our hands in this, uh, like, we made a science project together, and we were squishing this stuff, and it was squirting up in our faces. We were laughing, and the newspaper was actually there to do an article on watchdogs. He took our pictures, and we ended up on the front page of the newspaper, or both of us with our hands in the in this stuff. So that was, uh, with my daughter, that was a great, great environment and uh, good memory to do. And then for my 14-year-old son, uh, he's just involved with sports a lot, so I, I spend time with him, and uh, we just do a lot of good things. Um, probably the best thing is, like when he was in first grade, I would go into the classroom, and I would read with the kids, and I would see him, you know, smile and laugh that his dad was there, and that was that brought great enjoyment to me. Oh, you're right. Now, uh, my boys are, are 15 and 14, uh, and so, you know, uh, 
uh, unfortunately, they're, my my daughter, who's nine, they don't have the program there. But you know, I know as being part of you know uh, being involved with watchdogs, it only works if the principal wants the program. And then the second step is so important: having the faculty and staff want it too. So you know, I'm not going to push my daughter's uh, principal to to bring on watchdog when I know it won't work, it won't be near as effective because she doesn't want it. But my kids, my boys, you know, I recall, uh, you know, in particular one incident, I'm working with my son and his four buddies outside the uh, classroom, and I made sure the door was open so the teacher could, could walk by and see what's going on. And one of the kids, you know, said, well, your dad sure is smart. He sure know how to, you know how to do the the basic math and of course on the back of the flashcards answer, but, you know. But the kid the kid didn't know it, so it was one of those things that we still kind of laugh about when we want to help him with his algebra or his uh, geometry about uh, you know we'll bring it up occasionally uh, about that comment. But right. uh, Steve, you know right now uh, it's springtime. And with springtime, Donuts with Dad is a very uh, critical launch event uh, to reestablish uh, the Watchdogs program after the Christmas break, after the holidays, to get that uh, spring calendar filled and to get the dads coming back into the hallways and, and supporting uh, uh, the program. So uh, what's, what's your take on Donuts for Dads? What have you all done? Do you do Donuts for Dads? Do you do it a little different? Uh, How's it, how's it benefited your school? Okay, um, Don'ts for Dad, we definitely do it. Uh, some of the other ways we reach out is like back to school night. I'm there. I answer questions. I send brochures, emails, uh, being seen, word of mouth. But the number one way to reach the dad has been Don'ts for Dad. Usually we do ours in October at the beginning of the school year so we can touch base with them. I can answer all the questions. I do a presentation. But without the Don'ts for Dad, I mean, that's the main that's the number one way to reach the dads because they come in to have a donut with their child, and I get a chance to do a quick hit on the program, and I usually end up with you know a good amount of uh, dads signing up from that event. Well, well, that you're right, you're right, and it's quick and it's easy, and and it gets the dads uh, you know to hear about it, and it gives those dads a, a second opportunity uh, to uh, to sign that calendar. Hey, see, we have a caller that called in. Uh, let me see who this is. Okay. Uh, well, Chris, I know we, we've got a very special caller that has called in to say hello to us today. Uh, our good friend, our chief encouragement officer, Mr. Kerry Casey. Kerry, welcome to Watch Dogs Radio. Thank you for joining us, my good friend. Oh, I'm having a wonderful day uh, running some errands and things with my bride. But I said I need to call in with some of the greatest guys I know, Keith and Chris, and what you all are doing with Watch <laughs> well, Thank you. Dogs. We're proud thank you. of you. Thank you very much. Thank, thank you. Of course, we've got uh, Steve Wilcox on the line. Steve is one of our longtime top dog coordinators, um, probably uh, has one of the most experienced of, of all the current top dog coordinators out there, or definitely he's in the top of the uh, top of the stack there. So, uh so, Kerry, uh, have you got any great words of encouragement since you're our chief encouragement officer for Steve and, 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 and all of the great stuff that he's done? Oh, I'm so proud of him and listening to what he's doing there with his daughter, with his son, and, uh, you know, dads and donuts. 
Uh, I've had the privilege to do that a number of times, and it's so much fun. It's encouraging for me, but I know the young people need that from their dads and what all of you all are doing. I'm just encouraged by you all. But even on this day of Martin Luther King uh, Jr. holiday, he mm-hmm. would be so proud of what's taking place with dads involved in their kids' education through watchdogs. He would be so, so very thrilled. And I just wanted to call in and let you guys know we're just proud of you and just keep on keeping the main thing the main thing, dads involved in the children's education there. And I know it's going to continue to change America by what you all are doing. But uh, Melanie, my bride, says hello as well, and we're just proud of you. Well, thank you. Thank you. Well, hey, Carrie, real quick, uh, we, we do appreciate you calling, calling in and uh, and your comments. And I thank you for all that you do for the center and, and for, for watchdogs. But just to let you know, Steve's from Virginia. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Commonwealth State, huh? Yes, yes. Where are you from in Virginia there? I didn't catch that. Um, located in Stafford, Virginia, which is about 40 miles outside of uh, Washington, D.C. Oh, yes. I know it very well. I grew up in Salem, Virginia, suburb of Roanoke, Virginia. Oh. Okay, yes. yeah, I know that place, yes. Yeah, so you're there in the mother of president state and <laughs> all of that. That's so neat. Thank you for what you're doing, though. Oh, well, you're welcome. Thank you for giving me the opportunity. Yes. We're so proud. Well, that's great. Well, God bless you you all. I'm going to be here with my bride here, but also uh, continue to keep on keeping on as we stated. But uh, happy Martin Luther King Day, and as I continue to state, he would be so proud of all this going on. But love you guys, and we'll talk to you soon. All right. Take care. Thank you. Thanks, Carrie. Thanks again, Carrie. Once again, that's Carrie Casey. Carrie is the uh, CEO, or what we refer to as the Chief Encouragement Officer of the National Center for Fathering, which is our parent organization. Carrie's got a pretty uh, pretty interesting history. If you look back, uh, his, his college football days, he was a chaplain for both the uh, Dallas Cowboys and the um, Kansas City Chiefs. So, uh, so quite a quite an interesting man. Love love working for the man and working working with the man. So. Anyhow, well, uh, well, Chris, let me turn it on back to you. Go right ahead with what you're doing. I didn't mean to interrupt you there. No, no, you're fine. We were just talking with Steve about donuts for dads and how uh, how that's one of his favorite lunch events. And uh, and so, Steve, how, how many how many donuts would you say you guys have consumed over uh, <laughs> the years? Um, well, usually when we do the donuts for dad, we have a good turnout. We have maybe like. 80 to 100 dads show up, probably even more than that. So we go wow. through a good good amount of donuts. One time, just real quick if I could, uh, I went to pick up the donuts, and I I was standing in line. I was there early. We get them from Krispy Kreme, and and uh, I went to get the donuts, and I thought, well, I'm early. I parked to the side, and then a car pulled in in front of me, and they took all the donuts that were ready. So I ended up getting the smaller donuts, which the dads even loved more. But, yeah, we've gone through our very uh, good amount of share of donuts over the years. Oh, yeah. Dads, dads love those donuts, and those kids do. And, uh, you know, matter of fact, it's uh, almost uh, a weekend ritual at our house, but not, not quite. We, we try to eat a little more healthier than, than that. But, uh, you know, our kids do ask quite a bit. Uh, going to our local donut place to get donuts. Uh, but, but you're right, it's, it's quick and it's easy, 
to get the dads in there and, and to get them uh, signed up. So hey, when you do your don'ts for dads, uh, Steve, do you also give the men uh, opportunity to kind of share some of their experiences to encourage other dads uh, to sign up? Yes, what I do is I, I have a couple dads that have been with me pretty much from the beginning, and what I do is I ask them to stand up and give a little hit on the program, what their day's like, and how they've enjoyed their day. And, um, you know, I have a, they wear their shirts, so they're also seen with the watchdog shirt on. And uh, it's good to get a, another dad to stand up so they just don't hear it from me, and it, it works out quite well that the dads see them and can ask questions of them also. You're, you're right. That that is such a great re- recruiting tool, uh, you know, because you know it's coming from a dad who has had that experience and, and can share what his day was like and maybe how he felt uh, before he served his day, and he can be honest and it can be you know two to three minutes, and he can talk about his day and how much it meant and how you know he, he's going to sign up again and, and encourage those other guys, to, you know. Take that leap of faith. Take that step out of the box, and, and come back to school and, and to make a difference. Yeah, well, I, Chris, um, the one, I, I'm sorry. The one thing that that I usually look at, you know, when planning the donuts for dad, is you know, there's a lot of times that you know maybe when you have your launch event in the fall, maybe dad was traveling, maybe dad was out of town, maybe there was some reason that he couldn't get into. The launch event and then you know over the next couple of months you know it either slipped his mind and never got a chance and then to come in for um, donuts with dad that just gives him one more opportunity to set foot in the door to see the need for the program and uh, and to just take that few minutes of time I mean I know guys you know they'll drop in and uh, you know they'll you know bring their child to school they'll have that donut they'll have that uh, you know cup of coffee walk their child to the classroom you know, have that opportunity. And, you know, once again, it's just a matter of, you know, giving the guys a chance to set foot in the building, see how much they're appreciated when they do make the effort to be there. And then they realize, hey, you know what, I do need to, uh, you know, go ahead, break out my BlackBerry or my, I guess that's kind of old school now, but, uh, you know, break out my uh, electronic device to be able to figure out what is going to be my schedule. I can pick one day out of this whole school year and just to be there and be a part of the school. So it's a chance a lot of people that might be listening to this program are still um, still thinking in that mindset, you know, our, our guys are different. Our guys work hard. We're in a community where the guys can't do this. Um, and I promise you that is not the case. And we've seen it time after time after time again. So, uh, so I think, Steve, do you, do you kind of feel that's, that, that's kind of the way it is sometimes? Oh, yeah, I definitely do. I, uh, like the Donuts for Dad I did, I had a – young lady that wanted her dad to be a watchdog so bad, she actually went online and signed him up to be a watchdog. <laughs> and it was it's something I always bring up when I do my face-to-face with the dads, and everybody starts laughing about it. Now, he couldn't do the day that she signed him up for, but he was uh, he did another day, and now he's one of my regulars, and he comes in and does it for her, and she loves having him. And when we do our donuts for dad, we have a board in the area and it has all the pictures that we have so far of the dad with this child in school. And that's also another way to get the dads motivated that their picture would be up there with their child. And it works out quite well. well I have just realized that my microphone is not working. So I apologize. No, it's it had... working fine. It's, it's, it sounded it's, they're, bad. They're good. 
Yeah. <laughs> you are good. Now, something we also, we also do is uh, coming up here in about a month, we have a thing we do muffins for mom. And we use that as a time for me to hit base with the moms about, hey, I need your, I need more dads to come in and sign up for watchdogs. And I use that as a tool also because they'll go home and say, hey, you need to do this. You need to get involved with your child's school, go in and spend the day. So we use that also as a way to connect with the dads. Oh, yeah, and, and you're right. Uh, and some schools will, will do that, you know. Uh, you know, you know if, if we tell the dads, hey, you know, if you don't sign up, you know, your kids will sign you up. And if your kids will sign you up, your mom, you know, your wife will sign you <laughs> your up. Your wife? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I've had days where I've had a grandpa, a dad, and even a bigger brother. If they're over 18, they can sign up. And I've had a day where it's a, like a family get-together, and they come in and spend the whole day with their child. And the kids, I mean, you ought to see how big the smile is on their face when they have that much of uh, involvement from their family. Oh, that, that's great to hear. And, and, and uh, you know, we know, Steve, that there are other schools out there that's doing it, but I want to just tell you thank you so much for for all your hard work and for for doing this. Uh, continue to, to to be the top dog and to uh, to do it. Even though your kids are, are you know in college and, and in high school, uh, you know I can't thank you enough because you're, you're making a difference. And, and with that being said, uh, you have my email address. Uh, just send me uh, send me an email with your physical address, and we'll send you some goodies. Uh, out later this week uh, for for being involved and for coming on our show. So I want to tell you thank you very much. Well, I appreciate let, let, let me you ask much. you this while we've still got a couple of minutes left here. Um, one of the things that we see when you've got somebody that is committed as you are, you usually start to see a seed. Uh, that that school becoming a seed for other schools. Have you launched other schools in your neighbor in, in your area from the work that you've done, and, and if you have, about how many? Oh yes, sir. I've I've helped a lot of schools. Um, I've had teachers that gone on to be principals this year. And he, the, he contacted me and asked me if I would come and talk. And now he has the program running. My granddaughter, I went to have lunch with her at another school about 15 miles away. Now the program's running there. I've helped about maybe six or seven other schools just in my area start the program. So, yeah, uh, when the teachers have left or one become a principal, yeah, he started the program there. And it, it spreads. It's a good program. It's not hard to get it to spread. Exactly, and that's what we want to get out to folks. So somebody that may be listening and may not be familiar with the program, it's very simple to bring the program to your school. It is, uh, it is very inexpensive to bring the program to your school. And the thing I found, and, and Steve, if you'll back me up, is when, uh, when you bring the program into the school and you let these guys know they want to be a part of it, when you let them know that there is a little bit of a cost to it, Half the time, they'll pony up and, and they'll run out into the community, talk to the businesses. Uh, you know, all the materials are in the kit, kit to be able to do this. But, uh, but the program winds up paying for the, itself just because of the guys have the, the drive to make it happen. Right. And then you, if you figure in all the hours they volunteer over the year, and then you figure if you paid them just minimum wage, how much money you're saving the school system because they don't have to pay for that volunteer it really helps the system, and they save a lot of money, and dads are really pumped up about it. So, it, it, yes, it, it works out great. Well, great. Well, well, Steve, 
Uh, Steve Wilcox from I uh, let's see I I have a lot of your, your school I know you're in Stafford Virginia give me the schools you're involved with again so we can give a good shout out to those schools uh, I'm in I'm involved with Grafton and I'm in, uh, is my home school there's other schools I've helped uh, Widewater and uh, another one uh, is uh, Conway School and stuff like that here in Virginia Great. but my home well, school Steve, is Grafton Village Right. Well, Steve Wilcox, thank you so much for joining us on Watchdogs Radio and giving us that personal experience. You know, people hear us all the time, um, but when you hear it from somebody that is uh, is out there as a volunteer, grassroots effort, just keeping the wheels turning. Steve, thank you so much. Oh, thank yes, you for thank letting you me for be you. part of it. Yep, thank you for letting me be part of the program and be able to share in the conversation with you today. I appreciate it. Great. Well, have a, have a good day and have a good rest of the week, Steve. Thanks a lot. All right. Okay, well, Chris, uh, one more thing. We're, we're running in just a little over a minute now. Um, do you have any information about our newest school north of the border? I, I don't have it with me, but I believe we have a, a school in old Canada. Yep. We're, we're now in our fourth country, so uh, that is just amazing that, uh, that we are growing. We're going to be at that 4,000 mark uh, by the end of this school year. And, and we're pretty happy to say that because we know that dads and kids are making that connection all over the country. So, well, once again, Chris, thanks for joining us. I'm going to let you slide off here. And, folks, just remember, this program is a very simple program to start up in your school, to be able to bring to your school and Give the dad the opportunity to spend time in the school to learn what's going on with their kids in their education to be able to make stronger bonds for their school folks. So, folks, if you want to find out more about us, go to fathers.com slash watchdogs. You can give us a call at 888-540-DOGS. Otherwise, we'll see you next week. Thank you for joining us on Watchdogs Radio.